0: We got shut down somewhat because of COVID, but we started doing Zoom rights and it ended up being a a great experience. Of course, I prefer to be in the room with everybody, but when you can't, uh, I found out you can actually get a lot more work done. (laughs) I actually have quite a few songs that made the record from those Zoom rights, and uh, nobody's going to know the difference. Between the Grooves is hosted by James Curtis, music director and morning man in the greater Toronto area on Joy Radio. Hosts James Curtis talks to artists and industry insiders to discover the connection between music and faith. You can connect with the show at faithstrongtoday.com slash between the grooves or via Twitter at Between Grooves.
1: Welcome to Between the Grooves, your look at music, ministry and everything in between with today's top Christian artists. This is episode 213, our guest today, someone you should recognize, one of the founders of the Christian group Third Day, four Grammys, countless Dove Awards, these guys sold millions of albums and had over two dozen number one radio hits. We're chatting with Mac Powell, who is now a solo artist, that conversation coming up in just a bit. But first, some other business to take care of. Submissions open for the Juno Awards. That's the Canadian version of the Grammys. Final deadline, November 5th. You can get all the details at junoawards.ca. The first round of judging in December, and then the nominations announced early next year. The Juno Awards returning to Toronto in 2022. They're planning for in-person celebrations once again. Also a reminder for artists To get their Christmas music into radio stations, not much time left. In fact, for Canadian artists, you can even try getting your songs to stations beyond just Christian radio. That's the nice thing about Christmas music. It's kind of universally accepted. And since stations in Canada have to fulfill their license obligations when it comes to Canadian content, it's certainly worth a try to get even bigger exposure. And by the way, if you have any newsworthy information to share, send us a note on our socials at Between Grooves on Facebook and Twitter. Okay, it's time now to get to our conversation with Mac Powell. He is no stranger to the CCM world. He just released his solo debut album entitled New Creation. We're going to find out what he's been up to since Third Day Said Farewell. We'll talk about the difference between the writing process as a solo artist versus Third Day and what he has up his sleeves for the rest of the fall season and for Christmas for that matter and so much more. Let's go between the grooves with Mac Powell.
0: So how are you doing? I'm good. I'm a bit tired and weary. I've been uh, traveling quite a bit. It's all good, all good stuff, but it's, you know, it's, I told my dad yesterday, we were having a conversation, and he asked me where I was, where I've been, where I was going, and I said, you know, Dad, that's, that's, I get paid to travel. I don't get paid for being on stage. That's the fun part. The traveling is the, is the work, so uh, but, you know, I'm not complaining. I, uh, I'm not digging ditches for a living. Um, it's uh, it's fun, and I enjoy it, but it's, it can be a bit ty- tiring sometimes.
1: Is it tiring because it's not the usual, given the last year?
0: Um, that may be some of it, I think, but even if it had stayed the usual, it's still, it's still ty- it still still would be tiring. So uh, it's one of those things. I don't want to say you, that you don't get used to it, because you, you do, but there's just something about... Um, I don't know, not sleeping in your bed every night and being on a bus one day in a, in a plane, planes, multiple planes the next day and then driving some of those hours. And so it's just, uh, you know, planes, trains and automobiles, yeah. a lot of a lot of movement. And yet at the same time, a lot of doing nothing. Um, so I think that's it's amazing how sitting on a plane doing nothing can can tire you out right
1: now just so everybody is aware because you know we we would have some younger generations that would be listening and they might not be aware of planes trains and automobiles being an actual movie but uh, (laughs) great great movie by the way Merry Christmas to you as well (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's been uh, years since i've even seen that film but uh but yeah it's it's uh traveling is something that i love i don't want to stop i i love doing it but uh, there are times where i get to be home the whole this whole week i don't leave until saturday so i'm i'm excited about just uh, sleeping in my bed that'll be nice for a few days yeah that's that's the highlight is sleeping in your own bed again i suppose oh absolutely uh and i you know i think A lot of people maybe take for granted that uh, that gift, and it's like I said, I don't dislike traveling. I actually love it. Um, I think when I get, you know, by the end of this week, when I've been home uh, home for a few days, I'm going to be ready to go on the road. It's not because I don't love my family, and it's not because I don't love being home. There's just something in some of us that uh, we love to travel. I've talked to a lot of people who love, who love that and a lot of people who would love to do what I do. And a lot of people go, man, there's no way I can do that. So um, thankfully, I'm just, uh, at least in this part of life, um, one of those guys that still enjoys it.
1: I enjoy traveling, but it does take a lot of work, right? Because for me, anyways, if I'm even if I'm just going on vacation or, or whatever, you're always trying to Line up all the behind the scenes stuff, whether it be just arranging accommodations or, you know, how you're going to get from point A to point B. What are you going to do when you arrive at the airport? Also, uh, thinking about, like, are all my bills paid before I leave? Because I don't want to pay any service charges for late payments, right?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Make sure that stuff is taken care of in advance. Uh, There's something about, and you bring up a good point with travel, um, you don't always know what you're going to get. And that's part of, uh, you know, when I say travel, but it's also touring in in the sense of doing shows. Um, people ask me all the time. You know, are you gonna? Don't you get tired of singing the same songs over and over? Um, may, very rarely do I get. I mean, I could be singing. I sing a song like God of Wonders I've, that I've sang thousands upon thousands of times. It doesn't get old because every night is different. Yeah. You know, there's a different group of people that you're singing it to, and there may be some people that have seen you before but overall it's a different experience. Uh, I had a great yeah, I had a great week of travel this week. Every night was different and every there was a group of different people there that uh, maybe I knew a handful but overall it's a, it's a great new experience.
1: Yeah. This is uh, something you've just started to do again, I guess, because number one, we had the whole COVID and lockdowns and everything else. And also you're now a solo artist versus being part of this. What was the name of that band again? That um,
0: (laughs) third day. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You know, it's, it's, Really, it's been interesting because even though we've been shut down touring-wise, uh, somehow I was able to go in the fall of last year. I was doing shows um, with Michael W. Smith and Stephen Kirst Chapman, two two brand new artists trying to trying to make their way in the world. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but I was out on the road <laughs> with them. We were doing um, drive-in theater tours. Yeah. And so yeah. Uh, it was the only way we could really tour and still have fans be socially distanced and it was a different experience uh it was very different it wasn't the normal fun of hey we all get on the bus and we're hanging out together and we're you know spending a lot of time in the day together and then we go and we make some music and then we're start all over it's because you know i barely saw those guys um we had to all drive separately to the shows um We, you know, a lot of times I would show up and be there right before the show started, get on stage, do the show. And it was a great experience in that, you know, I'm still, even though I've been friends with those guys for 20 plus years, I'm still a fan. And so I feel like the little kid that got brought up out of the audience to sing a song and I just never left. Yeah. And so I really enjoyed it, but it was different. Uh, We didn't get to hang out as much because of, of COVID, because of protocols and, um, but it you know, it was, even though it was different, I was thankful to be working and thankful to get to continue to travel and um but I do look forward to even though that that was a year ago and now I'm I'm back with Steven and uh a little bit more I don't know if we're quite back to normal, but a little bit more uh of the normal kind of touring process. Uh, we still have strict protocols as far as hanging out with people um that aren't part of the tour. Um, and then we have to get COVID tests every week or every other week and things like that. I can't go song, sign autographs and hang out with fans. So I missed that part of it. So it's not really quite back to normal, but it's, uh, it's a step in the right direction.
1: Do you find the, uh, the restrictions are different wherever you go?
0: They are different wherever we go, but we, we have some pretty high ones that are placed on the tour itself. Okay. And so that, that doesn't really change, um, you know the different states and different areas as far as when you go out and do other things, whether you're going to get, you know, something from the grocery store or whatever. Um, some places require masks, some don't. Some things, you know, you require vaccine proof, and some don't. And so it's that varies a little bit. But overall, our tour tries to tries our best to be self-contained and 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 quite a, a little bit in a bubble.
1: Yeah yeah that's 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 a good thing. it just keeps things consistent for you as well otherwise you're just trying to figure out okay what's the what are the what are the rules of this next place and what do we have to keep in mind right so
0: yeah it's interesting we're we're on the subject a lot of 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 touring um when I go to different airports, and this sounds silly I don't even know why I'm telling you this, but when you go through security, there's sometimes different airport state to state city to city do I get my iPad out of the bag? Or, you know, sometimes they yell at you for getting stuff out of your bag. Then They yell at you for not having it out of the bag. And so it's like, let's get a standard. uh, How are we going to do this? But I don't, I guess that's not possible from city to city and state to state, but uh, hopefully things are getting a little better. I thought, I think we all thought that things would be back to normal. Once again, I'm not sure if we'll get to it there'll be a new normal. Um, But uh, you know, uh, it's, it's better now than it was a year ago. Let's say yeah. that. Yeah, for
1: sure, for sure. Now, it, you obviously the the whole third day thing was a big farewell, I guess, a few years ago now. And mm-hmm. yeah,
0: it was, we had our farewell till June of eighteen.
1: Right, and then you started uh, doing some something in the country realm. Um, mm-hmm. That's correct. And and how did that go?
0: It was a lot of fun. Uh, I didn't really make a lot of money doing that. <laughs> I was a brand new artist again you know going to these places that not a lot of people knew who I was um, It was really fun because it was something I'd wanted to do for years uh, so when you're when you're able to kind of live out that dream um, and do something for a long time that you wanted to do that there's something fulfilling about that now it wasn't very successful in the sense of you know building up a lo- a new Large fan base. Uh, most of the time, a lot of times I would play to people that I knew that had seen me before, and then and then there'd be other shows where there was no one there who knew who I was, and I didn't know who they were. So it was a different experience, but it was it was like starting over again. But it wasn't in a sad way. It was very exciting for me. Uh, I told people that would come to show. Let's say I was playing a little club in the middle of Texas somewhere in a little town you never heard of. And I'd say, Well, the last time you guys saw me I was probably in front of thousands of people in the arena and now there's a hundred people here tonight and you may look at that and go, Oh, I feel so bad for him but <laughs> it was actually a lot of fun for me. It's you get that that rejuvenation of of feeling like a kid again, of getting in the van and trailer and loading stuff up and driving hours through the night and sleeping in not great hotels and you know, just kind of doing what you can to get out there and get the music heard and so it was tiring definitely but it, at the same time it was invigorating to me to be able to do that and but i always knew i was going to be doing christian music again I, I knew deep inside even though there was something i wanted to do with country music that and and hopefully something i'll continue to be able to have chances of doing here and there uh i know this is where i belong i've, I've really enjoyed being a part of christian music for almost 30 years it's where i feel comfortable it's where I think I'm what I'm gifted to do. And so with this new record, I just uh, I'm super excited about people hearing the, the album.
1: You know, you mentioned about the fact that you're kind of the newbie when when it was on the country side of things. And uh, it, it, it is an easy crossover, really, when you think about it, uh, especially in the Nashville area where a lot of country music comes out of a lot of Christian mm-hmm. music comes out of. I'm thinking what it, you know? What it was like for you doing the whole country thing, and then of course coming back to the the Christian side of things. So yeah. easy for you to do. People know who you are already. Um, what was the difference between writing? You know, as far as music is concerned, writing for Third Day versus as a solo artist. Was there was there a difference?
0: Yeah, yeah, big time. There, there definitely was a difference. I, I think in the terms of what I wanted to do and accomplish and how I did it for me as an individual was the same, but I had never been, I had never really gone to Nashville to write with, you know, professional songwriters for third day albums, but we just never did that. I wrote the majority of the songs, not all of them, but the vast majority of songs. And I would present those songs to the band and go, here's, here's a song idea. What do You guys think, and then we would develop it together and they'd go put their parts on it. Uh, with this, uh, I made a concerted effort. I drove to Nashville, uh, starting in January of twenty. I started going every week, Thursday through Thursday and Friday, just going up and riding with guys and uh, that were you know did it for a living. That's mm. what they they do all the time. And so, to be honest with you, I thought I was going to not like that experience because I just it just wasn't me. It wasn't what the way I'd worked for years. And I soon came to came to realize that I really actually loved the experience of that, of that collaboration with those guys who, who, you know, that's what they're always focused on is writing. And so I uh, had a great time doing that. We got shut down somewhat because of COVID, but we started doing Zoom writes and writing online, which I thought I would hate that as well. And it ended up being a, a great experience. Of course, I prefer to be in the room with everybody, but when you can't, uh, I found out you can actually get a lot more work done, yeah. <laughs> and um, you know it was uh, it was. I, I actually have quite a few songs that made the records from those Zoom rights, and uh, nobody's going to know the difference in those and in, in a in a song that I sat in a room for you know a whole day with somebody. So it was it was a very different process uh, in the sense of working with other people the writing process was different the recording process was different than i'd ever done before usually in the past it's me getting in the room with the band and everybody's talking things out recording it really almost live together and then uh you know went from that to um when we wrote the song they were demoed up and then they the songwriters and producers would go and uh, the songwriters were the producers and they'd add real stuff to it and send it to me, I'd go, yep, that's it, I dig that and, and move on, so I never really I listened to a, a, a live mix of my record the other day, we we did an Atmos mix, which is, if you don't know what that is it's like this super surround sound kind of different mix that's, that's starting to come out and and get uh, more people are hearing about but uh, it was that was the first time, I mean, my record's been done for a long time now, for Almost a year, really, probably six to nine months. It's been done, and uh, that was the first time I'd actually heard it in a in a studio through speakers. It's not just my phone or my earbuds, or you know, in my car. So right. it was it was fun. It was different.
1: These uh, these guys that were writing with you, I take it you already knew these guys, and they knew you.
0: Not all of them. Uh, some of them I met for the first time. Oh, okay. In fact, I'd say probably more than. Most of them I'd never met before. A couple of them I'd met in the past where they were, had been on the road with other artists uh, playing for them, but the, most of them I'd never met. So that was, a, that was an interesting experience, and, and you soon learn who you work well with together and, and who you don't. And then uh, I was very um, blessed to be able to have quite a, quite a handful of guys that, that I continued to, to work with and, and will moving forward in my career.
1: I guess I mean they would have known who you were. they would have known your name and and uh and likewise uh, you knowing their name, so I guess that would have helped. I mean it's not like you're starting from scratch right
0: yeah and but i wouldn't uh, don't assume that that was always the case. I think there were probably most of them knew who I was uh and had, and had at least heard about me in right. the, you know third day, but uh I had maybe not heard i probably i would say over half of them. Yeah, probably half of them I'd never heard of before. Now, when I go and after, you know, it's interesting. One guy, for example, a guy named Ethan Holtz, I'd never heard of. I had no idea who he was. Somebody told me I was writing, made the appointment. So I got together and wrote with him and just was right away. I was five minutes in the room with the guy and I went, this guy is really good. He should do this more often. And then I looked it up and he's one of the biggest songwriters in Nashville. (laughs) So. But I could tell because that he was really great, and uh, and then when I studied more about him, I realized he'd written a bunch of songs that I loved already. So, yeah, it's it was a different experience, and you make new friends, um, and uh, and hopefully some some guys that I will continue to work with. And how many? I mean, how many songs did you write
1: in that time period? Because obviously, not all of them make it to the album, right?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. I would say, my guess would be. Probably forty songs, yeah, forty-five maybe, and we ended up just we. I think we cut or recorded about fifteen of them, and I ended up just doing ten on the album.
1: And and would you ever release some of those other ones, like either on a subsequent album or you know the lost tapes, yeah. you know from the vault or something yeah. like that?
0: Yeah, definitely. In fact, sometimes songs don't make it, and it's not because they're not great songs, but you might have another song that has a similar feel or a similar idea and so you want to distance it uh, those songs from each other so there's there's at least two or three if not more ideas that i know uh i I don't have much of a doubt that i'll go back and and either redo or just release that haven't been that aren't part of the album
1: right and i guess the other thing you could do is you could actually sing and perform these songs Um, when you're on the road and see what the response is, right? If you get a big response and everybody's saying, wow, that's an amazing song, it's like, yeah, that might just have to be another single that we release or it'll be on the next album, right?
0: Yeah, that's a great idea. And we used to do that with Third Day. There there were quite a few times where we were working on a song, we'd work on the road and we'd play it live just to see how it felt. And then if it went over well, we'd put on the record, and if not, we moved on. And so, yeah, that's a good idea.
1: Well, you're welcome. Uh, no, I'm just kidding.
0: I had a band
1: come into the radio station once, and they they performed an acoustic version of a song, and it was brand new. It hadn't been released or whatever else. It was this kind of exclusive acoustic song they, that they recorded for us. And it was great and everything else. And like a year later, they released the song, but under a totally different title, and some of the lyrics had been changed. And it was really confusing, because like, oh, is, is that the same song, or is it, is it a different song? It was like, mm-hmm. And of course, in my system, of course, I had it in my in my uh in my music library and I had to go and change the name to the new version of it just so I could, didn't get confused otherwise we'd play the same song back to back just two different versions so
0: yeah and there's something good about that too being able to um to live with a song for a while and and then re it's because it's interesting when you're when you're in the middle of it you love it you think it's a great idea and it's not you, sometimes it's good to kind of get away from it and give it some time and then reapproach it and go and 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 hear it and say look is this really as good as I think it is or are we just kind of caught up in the moment Um, I know U2 has done the band U2 has done an amazing job through the years of, of they'll have a song idea and they'll do a complete different mix a complete different feel sometimes completely different lyrics they like the music but they don't like the lyric or the melody or whatever I've never done much of that in the past it was kind of like okay if we don't like it I'm moving on and so um, it's 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 fun to think that there's there's always a place for something, and maybe it's a different time and a different place and a different approach. Yeah,
1: and, and you could have this original idea, and this is how the song's going to go, and then you get into a, a room with some other songwriters, and they've got some better ideas to make the song even better, uh, whether yeah. it's changing the title and also changing lyrics and whatnot. So I'm I'm sure that's what happened in this particular case as well. Uh, River of Life getting lots of uh, airplay all over North America. Of course, the um, album entitled New Creation. What does that mean as far as Mac Powell and Christmas is concerned?
0: Mm, That's a good question. I do have, I'm actually working on a Christmas song right now that will be released more than likely sometime probably in November or so. Okay. Um, So yeah, I'll be on a Christmas tour with Casting Crowns and Kane and... Um, man a handful of other great artists and so' I'm, uh, I'm excited about that song. I wrote a Christmas song with with Kane that they're I don't think they're releasing it as a single but it's on a, on a record that they're doing. so yeah'm I'm, I'm I was actually born on Christmas day. I, there's a song on the record on new creation called 1991 and the very first line is uh, says I was born on Christmas day in 72. Which is very true. That's uh, that's a true statement. I was I'm a Christmas baby, and so there's something special about Christmas to all of us, but especially me because it's my birthday too. And so Christmas is, uh, you know, it's an interesting season, especially musically. Um, uh, For going out in December and doing that Christmas tour with Casting, I'll be excited about uh, about that and releasing that Christmas song.
1: Yeah, the only problem with that though is is the whole. Here's a here's a Christmas gift and a birthday gift.
0: Yeah, it's it's not something I would suggest to anybody. If you're not that we can choose our birthdays, but if you're going to share a birthday, you don't want to do it with Jesus, right? You know, because everybody's like glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, uh, and all those things. And it's like, oh, and also happy birthday. Night. That's right. So That's right. It's
1: kind of the afterthought, exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. That would kind of uh, that that would be a drag. I I could use a stronger word, but I. <laughs> but yeah. I won't. So you say you're going to be doing the Christmas tour with Casting Crowns and Kane. Kane's a great band. We've had them on the podcast as well. Those guys, I mean, I shouldn't say guys, but I use guys very loosely there. Um, they're, they're a great uh, family band. Their harmonies are incredible. Um, love their love what they're doing. Um, it's it's. Uh, I'm glad they're getting the recognition yeah. now, given the fact that they kind of started when COVID started, you know, as far as getting into the limelight a little bit, and I'm really, really, really happy for them.
0: Yeah, they're great. I mean, I I was on tour with them in the spring with Zach Williams, and we had a blast hanging out together and and writing music together, and so, yeah, I'm I'm excited about their success, and they're great people on stage and off stage. They're very talented, and, uh, yeah, I wish the best for them and look forward to being with them on, on the Christmas tour.
1: You know, we get to chat with so many people in the Christian music business, artists, worship leaders, musicians, producers, songwriters, marketing people, and so many more. But it's always great to connect with someone who's been in the business for a while and get their take on things. Really appreciate Mac Powell and all that he's done for the Christian community. Make sure you check out his website, MacPowell.com. You can find the links to his music, events, and social media as well. And this is where I would normally throw to a previous guest for some practical artist advice, a soundbite that you can take to the bank and apply. But I thought we'd swing back to Mac Powell. This guy knows the music business, so what advice can he share with us today?
0: That's a great question. I think my my advice uh, is to just do it. Just get out there and play as much as you can. If, if you're you know if you're a singer artist, what you wanna do is like every chance you get if it's singing or, or playing at a birthday party, Sunday school class, talent show, don't look to just doing big big things. Be faithful in the small things. And go enjoy that and and work on developing your talent. Use that as a catalyst to really uh reach out and, and grow your fan base. And so I think that's it. It's it's just do it as much as possible. Even if it's Even if you're only doing it online, you know, you you post stuff all the time. Be faithful about doing enough that will keep people's attention, but not too much. And, um, you know, you got to just keep working, keep working and don't be afraid to do the little things.
1: So much in there and emphasizing some important points that we've heard from previous guests as well. Just get out and do your thing. Apply and practice your art. Be faithful in the small things. Work on your craft. Grow your fan base. Be consistent. Keep working. And I'll also add network with other people in the business. Online, on Zoom, on the phone, over coffee at events and concerts. We're all in this together. Thanks to Mac Powell for hanging with us today and to you for listening to the podcast. Lots more great episodes on the way, so make sure you subscribe to get all the updates. And if you can leave us a rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts, that will help us grow and reach more people as well. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Between Grooves. That's a wrap for this week. Thanks for tuning in.